man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Dr. Ron here. The doctor is in the house. Happy New Year. This is our first podcast of the new year. Thank you for joining us. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. I've been talking about gratitude for many years, ladies and gentlemen, because we know we grateful people are happier. Grateful people are less distressed, less stressed and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. We have to replace our fear and our panic with love to get through this mass psychosis of fear that has been plagued that has been plagued us by the bureaucrats, by the politicians, by the Fauci's. We need to have an attitude of gratitude so we can boost our joy and boost our satisfaction with life and make gratitude and happiness a lifestyle for us. And don't forget it seems like uh, with this uh, scamdemic or pandemic, we've lost our ability to critically think. Just don't follow. Don't follow the masses because sometimes the M is missing. Continue to use logic and continue to use your imaginations. So thank you for joining us. So today, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in uh, 416 podcasts, I had so much information, I didn't know where I was going to start this podcast, how to reach out to friends to get me grounded. And how about that? Grounded and earthing. We're going to talk a lot about the grounding and earthing this year. But I needed to uh, get myself uh, situated. Yes. Hi. Uh, to those free conversation lovers out there. So I had to get myself grounded. So before we go on with uh, what, what my plan is for today is to bring you up to date on the latest numbers with the uh, scandemic and the uh, some things that doctors uh, Zelenko and McCullough and uh, Malone have been saying I want to just talk a little bit about vitamin B1. Because a lot of Americans uh, are, are living with that on a, on a shortage of this vitamin. 
And if you're short on it, you could be diagnosed as having a viral syndrome. And it affects our immune system. So 76% of diabetics, both adult and child, onset diabetics have a, they're living on the threshold of a low vitamin B1. 29% of obese patients, 49% of bariatric patients, 40% of community dwelling elderly, 55% of cancer patients, 20% of ER patients, 33% of congestive heart failure patients, 38% of pregnant women, especially if they have that they have nausea and vomiting, and 30% of psychiatric patients have a B1 deficiency. And there's been some good papers out of Europe that shows that uh, a B1 shortage can be dressed up to look as COVID-19. Have you heard that one before? No, because science has been suppressed. And modern medicine can't imagine a disease that affects every organ and tissue. Most physicians would think that very, very a vitamin B1 deficiency is a disease of the past or just in third world countries. And Probably all the young physicians today could not even diagnose it if even they, it was standing in front of them, except an alcoholic. Huh? So, gosh, there's so much I could do a program on B1. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do that. So high anxiety, Americans, jobless, what has this uh, pandemic, scandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, done to us? So Americans have been reaching for more alcohol, more coffee. And I think we also have a very, very thiamine deficiency epidemic underway. It started way before COVID. Underfed people, overfed people. Very well, Berry has been around for a long time. So now to my notes. Especially if you have type 2 diabetes. Mainstream docs, the allopathic doctors aren't going to tell you this. Because they have blinders on. They have a pill for every ill. But they don't have a vitamin for every ill. You know glucose can occur outside of your bloodstream and invade other parts of your body. Excess glucose can be found inside your tissues and even penetrate your cells. You know, it can cause crippling pain, shutting down your organs, and sometimes stealing your vision. You know, there's something that can help. And I sort of alluded to it. The sugar-eating vitamin. But don't, don't mention that in the United States. It's like saying a four-letter word, huh? But there's one vitamin that's critical for our body's ability to convert glucose into energy. And you're right, you guess it. It is vitamin B1, known as thiamine. And as I said, there's a lot of people that don't have enough of it, of it in their sips, of, in their systems. Wait, that was easy, wasn't it? In their systems, especially with ex excess alcohol consumption. But teetotalers, uh, they can have low levels also. Because our bodies can't always use the thiamine we get from food or even in multivitamins. And that's what I'm going to tell you about a form of vitamin B1 called benfotiamine. B-E-N-F-O-T-I-A-M-I-N-A. That's where this benfotiamine has been coming in. And people are really using it. It's a relative of thiamine developed in Japan over 60 years ago. And guess what? It's five times easier for your body to absorb and use this vitamin. You know what? When it gets in there, it turns into thiamine. 
and it activates enzymes all through your body to levels that prevent advanced glycation end products. In other words, the things that are behind aging, they're the culprits. In one study on real people now, not rats, German researchers elevated patients' levels of the, these uh, AGEs or advanced glycation, glycation end products, the, the culprits that cause aging, and were able to bring them back down to normal by giving them this benfodiumine. And guess what? It also reduces oxidative stress that is caused by these products. So in, in Europe, they call it the sugar shield vitamin. It literally shields you from the damage that high blood sugar can do to your body, including your heart, your kidneys, and your eyes. Get this, even if your blood sugar has been high over a prolonged period of time. And for decades, it's been proven to erase diabetic neuropathy. No less than two dozen countries offer it as a mainstream drug for diabetic neuropathy. I'm talking about Asia, Europe, and South America. You say, why not in the United States? Because American doctors and big pharmaceutical funded researchers spend all their time and money trying to figure out how they can merely tolerate peripheral nerve pain and damage. They just put band-aids on it. They don't get to the splinter. They don't take out the cause. You know, if they cured you, they couldn't sell you more drugs. It's an over-the-counter supplement. It's pennies. It needs fat in order to be absorbed, so you gotta take it with food. It may lower your blood pressure. So proceed with caution if you're on blood pressure pills. Otherwise, it should be perfectly safe to take at standard doses, which range from 300 to 600 milligrams per day. In one German study out there, participants took 100 milligrams four times a day and experienced less pain and better nerve function, guess what, in just three weeks. Pretty hard to beat, especially those of our listeners that, that suffer with the diabetic uh, pain, that are on gamma peptin and other anti-seizure drugs. May control it for a while, but doesn't always work. You know, go to your uh, local drugstore and pick up some benfodiamine. Okay. And start taking it. Just be careful if you're on blood pressure pills. And remember, no deaths from vitamins, according to the su supplement safety confirmed by America's largest database. I've, I've quoted this a lot of times. Zero deaths from any vitamin. Clinical toxicology. Okay, no deaths from vitamins. So I wanted to tell you about vitamin B1. I think it's really important. Oh, what the heck's been going on with that? Whatever you want to call it, the COVID, the Chinese virus. Now, Senator Ron Johnson came up with some statistics that are based on the VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Over 1 million adverse events and over 21,000 deaths 30% of those deaths occurred on day zero, one, or two following the jab. So 21,000 deaths from the jab. A million people had adverse reactions. That's probably with only 10% reporting. So there's a, there's a chart, the Drug Adverse Event Comparison, FDA and CDC data. Now, this is worldwide. 
from January 1st, 1996 to September 30th, 2021. Now get this. The lowest, lowest deaths per year during that period was with a drug called ivermectin. The one that Fauci and the, the bureaucrats and the big pharmaceutical companies are still controlling and make it, making it hard for Americans to get. Hydroxychloroquine, 69 deaths during that time period from 96 to 2021. Flu vaccine, 77 deaths. Dexamethasone, that is a steroid, 618 deaths per year. Let me put that in perspective again. Ivermectin, 15 deaths per year during that time period. Hydroxychloroquine, 69. Flu vaccine, 77. Dexamethasone, 618 deaths per year. Tylenol, 1,024 deaths per year. Remdesivir, Fauci's lovable drug that gives you kidney damage and kills you. 921 deaths per year. Yet Fauci demonized ivermectin. Now, in 12 months, how many deaths did I just say? COVID, vac COVID vaccine caused 21,002 deaths. Makes you want to go out and get a booster shot, doesn't it? So where are we going with all this? Where, where, what's going on? I mean, we've tried the lockdowns. We tried uh, following everything the bureaucratic positions, people that don't even treat patients tell us to do. We locked down, we wore masks, we took our shots. But people are still getting sick. After two years, the shutdowns have been brutal. COVID is still here. It's everywhere. We're getting spikes, huh? Now we're not getting as much death now with the Omicron as I talked about at the end of the year. People are getting sick. They're getting miserable. You know, from a couple of days, a couple of weeks. But nobody paid attention to Dr. Malone, the inventor of the mRNA vaccine. He predicted this. Dr. Von Bosch predicted this. He said, well, you, you never should vaccinate during an epidemic or a pandemic because the bugs are fairly uh, smart. And the jabs only are against one particular spike. Now, the, there's a new one in France this morning, I hate to tell you that, with like 40 different uh, sequences of, of uh, amino acids and so forth. We'll see what happens with that. That'll follow the Omicron. So the vaccine pretty much, if you want to call them a vaccine, pretty much uh, you can say are a failure because they don't prevent you from getting it. They don't prevent you from transmitting it. And they only last for a short period of time. Maybe 90 days. Trying to give you the exact number of looking at my notes. It's like 95% of the Omicron cases, 95 are unvaccinated people. 95%. Really great, great shot they've been given to all of us, isn't it? Tremendous. What a, what a, what a, what geniuses they are making billionaires out of the pharmaceutical companies and their executives and the politicians that had invested in them.
I'm going to just give me a break here, ladies and gentlemen, because I get so upset when I see this. this you know, and, it, and you know, the Robert Koch Institute in Germany has been around since the early 90s. It is the early 1900s. That's where they, that's where I got that number. 95.58% of Omicron infections are in fully vaccinated. Only 4.42% in unvaccinated. Quote, so the fears that the mRNA gene therapy jabs masquerading as vaccine against COVID would actually make people worse by damaging their immune systems is coming into view for the whole world to see. Those who took the vaccines are now in great danger because the vaccines will make Omicron virus worse when it strikes a vaccinated person. Are you hearing that on television or are you being gaslighted? Or is it gaslit to believe that if you're the unvaccinated, you're the unclean? But I've been telling my listeners for quite a while. I bet you it's almost nine or 10 months when I first read Gerton van Bosch's uh, expose on this. He predicted it. He's a, he's, a, he's a virologist. But none of our government people told us, did they? They just keep telling you to get more jabs, more jabs, more jabs. And now that Omicron is here, get another jab. So that now you're going to have to get a jab every 30 to 60 days. Of what? We don't even know what's in these experimental vaccines. And they are experimental with no liability for these deaths and injuries that they cause. So according to the Robert Koch Institute in Germany, Omicron is slamming the vaccinated far worse and far more deadly than even the unvaccinated. Quote, hospital cases in Germany show 95.58% of the people in the hospital who are seriously ill or even dying are all double vaxxed. And 28% of those had that third dose. And they're in the hospital and some are dying. And again, it's called antibody dependent enhancement, ADE. And uh, I want to get into the, the science of this right now. We've talked about it during the year. And, uh, but you know, the, the jabs are not protecting us like they should have. They are not protecting us. And now we're giving them to children and athletes and our military. So we know these jabs affect fertility, make men less fertile, affects women's ovaries. So what's this do for humanity? We have all the fluorides and plastics and making men's penises smaller. More estrogen in our diets and in our environment with 60,000 chemicals. What's going to happen to humanity? It's just, this is just another nail in the coffin. And have professional athletes, have they become the canary in the, in the COVID coal mine? Well, you, you know, our, the pharmaceutical people and the people they control like Fauci and CDC and WHO, they're not going to admit it, but some of these elite athletes have developed heart problems, collapsing on their fields. So are these just normal occurrences and coincidences that we just never heard about in the past? Or, or are they the result of the mandatory vaccine programs? Are we, are the, the, these athletes now the testing ground for the efficacy of these shots? If they are, it doesn't look too good 
you know, I don't know whether if you read this stuff, but I mean, I'm with it every day. A world female, uh, class female rugby player was rocked in the Scottish news, 26 years old, and she just suddenly died. Unexpectedly. We have not been told of what really caused her death. It was an isolated event. It seems like there's a trend in sports now of athletes dropping dead. Last month, three professional athletes were stricken by health emergencies in the same week. Cardiac arrest, very scrimmage, taken to the hospital. John Flick, Sheffield United, a soccer team or a football team, as they call it, carried off the field in the stretcher during a championship game against Reading. People have been vaccinated. So what is going on? That is the question. What is going on? We have to, again, use our critical thinking and say, well, you know, we've got two, three, or four shots, and we're still getting sick, and we need one every day, and we need one a month. What about natural immunity, Dr. F? Did you ever hear of that, or did you ever study that? You've never treated a patient, that's for sure, and chronic diseases have exploded during your reign at the NIAD. Chronic disease have exploded, and all you do is want to sell vaccines. All you want to do is sell drugs. How about natural immunity, Dr. Fauci? What is your vaccines doing to the immune system of people that have received them? Is it, is it true, like other scientists around the world, that you refuse to listen to? Say that your immunity drops by 10% a month. Where's natural immunity fit into the picture? No answer, right? He doesn't say a word. He's not interested in natural immunity. He's not interested in vitamin supplements. But I bet you he takes them. I bet you he listens to Dr. Zelenko and uses the Zelenko Z pack protocol or Z stack as he calls it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this just gets me so we should be talking about other things. But here we are talking about. COVID has been around, nothing that the government has proposed has worked. And why did they censor ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine? When studies estimate that at least 500,000 lives could have been saved if ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine was used early in the disease. If hydroxychloroquine was not demonized by a false study reported in the journal Lancet, which used to have some credibility, but now we're finding out that all these medical journals are bought and paid for. Hydroxychloroquine has been around for years. When I was in practice, I used it. Never had any heart problems. We monitored for it, but I never had any of my rheumatoid arthritis patients. I never used ivermectin before, but it's on the World Health Organization list of essential drugs. Why was it demonized? Why are there provinces in India, like Puttar province, that almost as big as the United States, have licked their COVID problem with ivermectin? Why is Japan allowing the use of ivermectin and we're not? Why do our American citizens have to order from India and then it be confiscated at the post office?
You know, in my humble opinion, if we had allowed early treatment, there would have been no need for a vaccine, no need to, to give our children an experimental vaccine. And ladies and gentlemen, it is experimental with no liability to the pharmaceutical companies. Zero liability. And we don't even know what's in it because we don't have a full package insert. And we have Dr. Malone, who invented the mRNA technology that's been used in these experimental vaccines. They're not approved, they're experimental, only given emergency use authorization. So, you know, Dr. Malone was interviewed by Joe Rogan. So here are some points from that interview. The gain-of-function research behind the development of the bioweapon spike protein ultimately paved the way for the development of a similar but different spike, which is currently used in the mRNA instructions to the COVID vaccine. So this COVID vaccine, this mRNA, tells is a messenger. That's what the M stands for. It's a messenger to tell your DNA to produce antibody against this one specific spike protein. Can it change our DNA? A lot of people says it can. And if it changes our DNA with something artificial, are we now not human? That we have an artificial portion of our DNA. And Malone will admit that some people are not injured by the vaccines because they have a good immune system and they have good genes. One of my listeners, what have I told you over a year and a half? A, a superior interior. That's where it all resides. We have to have a superior interior. We have to keep our gut happy. Most of our immunity re resides. Malone talked about anti-vaxxers, which he says is a term that is used falsely to shame people who don't take orders from uh, the government. Well, he said public health officials. And to demonize anybody that descends to drug company propaganda. And there's an initiative out there he talked about, which charges individuals for spreading misinformation. And they were speaking out against Tedros on the WHO, Fauci. And by the way, you must read. I can't get through it all because it, it, my blood pressure goes too high. And Robert F. Kennedy's book on the real Fauci. We'll see what a, what a terrible person he is. And Rogan asked him about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, and he talked about how they were blocked. They should not have been blocked. He talked about the people that actually did it. You can, you can look this up. Both hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, he said, are on the essential drug list provided by the World Health Organization. Billions of doses safely administered. And remember, they did talk about hospitals, right? If you look up uh, No More Fake News by John Rappaport, it's J-O-N, not J-O-H-N, J-O-N Rappaport. Hospitals averaged $100,000 a patient once they got them in the doors. $3,000 just for diagnosing them, and then it goes up from there. So many thousand dollars if they use remdesivir, so many thousands of dollars if they put the patient on a ventilator, so many thousands of dollars if they put COVID as the first diagnosis of death rather than later, you know, further down on the, on the uh, causes of death. If they miss it first, they got paid for that. And Dr. Malone concurred that the vaccines are leading to negative efficiency. 
where individuals now become more prone to the infection. Israel is experiencing that now. Their, their, their citizens are being coerced to take a fourth shot, and the data shows enhanced disease in the vaccinated. Remember, this, this, these shots all have the original spike protein from the Wuhan Chinese virus. That's, that's, that's long been mutated, right? We've had mutations since then. So your body doesn't, uh, doesn't recognize the, the uh, new spike, the new mutations, and you get sick as heck. And of course, natural immunity. Dr. Malone is upset and disturbed by the trends in myocarditis in young boys after vaccination. He talked about the infertility risk that I mentioned in women and men. He, he warned about the spike protein and its propensity to cause blood clots. I mean, do you hear about pilots dropping dead in the cockpit? It's out there, but it's not usually you know, mainstream media and, and Fauci aren't going to tell you about it. Dr. Malone says our government, quote, is out of control on this, unquote and that they have completely disregarded any bioethics for this experimental vaccine. He said giving it the way they're doing it is inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code. And remember the Nuremberg trials were after Nazi Germany was defeated. So. I don't want to be negative on it at the start of the year. I really, I really don't. Be, uh, but there, there, there's some good news. The good news, I think everybody's waking up. Hello, Bunty. Good to see you again. And uh, sure, Mary, give, give a call. I'll try and see how this works. Give a call in. But there's some good news. And... Uh, we're going to talk about that. And as Gloria Gaynor said. First I was afraid, I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong. And I learned how to get along and saw your back from out of space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave your key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Oh, now go. Well, we will survive, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we will survive all of this. So... I admit, while I saw this plan, I was looking at my notes, and they, they are totally destroyed. But here's what I want to tell you. Let me get back to that. That the Zelenko protocol, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, who actually uh, advised the uh, presidency during the last administration, his protocol has proven to be really quite effective. In fact, there's an article that came out this morning uh, out of Denmark, and I do have a copy of that. Um, anyway, what, what it did show when I came, I thought I had a copy. That, uh, oh, this is neat, this is the one article that I did read, did pull up here. It says, in short, the vaccine is like a heroin addiction. Once you've had a taste of it, you're hooked on it, and you have to continue it for the rest of your, of your life if you want protection. If you stop it, you're sitting, you're like a sitting duck for the virus. Isn't that great? Doesn't that make you feel good? But anyway, the Zelenko protocol was uh, used in Denmark, and they had really good results, like 85% of people using that hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, the quercetin. Uh, really did well, both as prevention and uh, and treatment. 
And remember, we have to get this thing early. So we will survive it. Um, so I don't know. Thank you, Mary. Uh, I, I'm a little bit, I have so much information I want to talk about today. I, 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 I'm talking to myself over here. But let, let, me, let me recommend something that's free, huh? A great book that I have used for almost a year now. It's, it's, it's by Thomas E. Levy, L-E-V-Y. He's a medical doctor and an attorney. It's called Rapid Virus Recovery. No need to live in fear. Because the fear is the real virus. They've got us locked down. This is the real virus is the fear. Basically, at least 321 pages ago, it's an easy read. It's an ebook. It's free. Thomas E. Levy, MD, Rapid Virus Recovery. He'll tell you tell you how to use hydrogen peroxide, right? A simple thing, okay? And Dr. McCullough, of course, he believes in providine iodine uh, as a nasal and oral, oral wash. And I can give you that formula in a minute. But, you know, if we, we can do something every day. And that's we can take quercetin. You know, 500 milligrams once or twice a day. Let me just tell you a little bit, take a break here, because like I, like I say, the, the information is coming in to my desk. I can't even, I can't manage it. But Omicron is, has a three to five day period of time where it, it just keeps, the virus keeps multiplying in your nasal passages. And you're not sick yet. So, you know, if you're in a big crowd and you're not sure, you know, you can go home and do the rapid virus recovery with peroxide. You can use the providine iodine nasal wash, you know, and you're, you're, you're going to be okay. I mean, you're going to knock a lot of that viruses out. You probably won't get sick. And if you're using the immune uh, protocol that I've talked about all year with the good megaspores and the clean diet and eliminating sugar, okay, you're going to be ahead of the game. Um, so, uh, we just don't want to get to that uh, inflammatory phase. And that's where Dr. Um, um, Will, well, Dr. Wong's uh, Zymessence comes, Z-Y-M-E-S-S-E-N-C-E, Dr. Wong Essentials, his Zymessence. I mean, there, and I'm, I excuse, I'm just put up with me today, but again, uh, an article came by today saying how systemic enzymes are a treatment for COVID. And Dr. Wong has been saying that for two years. He has the strongest enzyme in the, in, in the world. Zymesis. Yours truly is, and, and family and friends are taking it. Zymesis, right? it, cures, it cures this thing. No. There's so much. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm overwhelmed today. All right. So, yeah, and it is, Mary, it is about money. It is about control, but it's taking the money off of the people that are working every day and giving it to the billionaires. It's causing uh, kids to have overdoses, commit suicide that nobody's talking about. How many business, middle, you know, middle-class business people have lost their businesses, especially, uh, in those states with the governors that are really strict, huh? How many are lost? How many deaths from overdose? We know fentanyl's coming in over the border like never before. Deadly. But how about the heroin, the all the, the crack cocaine, all those deaths, needless deaths, and then young people no less. I uh have a person I deal with at the bank. Her husband is a uh, detective. He had to quit. He was tired. Of, he just couldn't take investigating teenage suicides anymore. It was destroying him. So what are the what's the collateral damage from all these lockdowns? And they didn't work anyway. They didn't work. And 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 Neil. Uh, oh my god, my my brain is a fog today. The guy that. Uh, came up with the first modeling, Neil, Neil Ferguson. Neil Ferguson out of London. He's never been right either. He's a disgraced modeler. 
and they're calling on him to model Omicron, to model this. He was wrong from the day one when he predicted a million deaths in the United States. You're right, Mary. It's all about fear and control because they can, they can put enough fear into us. They can cause this mass psychosis we're going through. And the Jews and Christians in Germany experience the same thing. They, there's history saying that the Nazi soldiers didn't even put bullets in their rifles toward the end. They had, they had everybody controlled with fear. They got them to do whatever they want. And we're giving up our rights. We're giving up our constitutional rights. For what? All right, look, I'm not going to uh, keep going on because of my pressure will go through the roof. So look, you know about the hydrogen peroxide spray. You can read about that in a free ebook called Rapid Virus Recovery. And... Um, as I say, this SARS-CoV-2 is transmitted in the air, settles in the nose, multiplies for days before it invades your body. And if you get sick with nasal congestion, headache, fever, body aches, the source is usually the virus in the nose, and the virus must be killed in the nasal cavity at least twice a day after coming home for prevention, okay? And if, you're, if you have the virus, you have to use this uh, Providine iodine every four hours for active treatment. And Omicron does multiply faster, like 70 times faster than the other strains. And typically in a viral pandemic, you have a lot of mutations that the Mutations become more transmissible, but less virulent, okay? That's if they're not interfered with, with the jabs that was, is recommended for all of us to take. So early treatment, it was associated with a 71% improvement with a cheap treatment, okay? So you take a half a teaspoon in a shot glass, half a teaspoon, one and a half ounces of water, Put it in a little, whatever, little jar, shot glass, in a water container, whatever. One half a teaspoon in a shot glass with one half ounce of water. And you sniff back to the back of your throat and spit it out. So you sniff it up your nose, it goes in your throat, and you spit it out. Half a teaspoon of Providine iodine and one and a half ounces of water. You can get an old uh, nasal spray bottle even, or an old uh, ear syringe, a nose syringe like we use in infants. Squirt it up your nose and spit it out. Don't swallow it. And don't use it if you're allergic to iodine. Okay. Then just go to the hydrogen peroxide, which has been just as uh, effective. So I really didn't want to get started with the new year, but you know what? We're going to overcome this, uh, this, this virus, this whole, uh, everything, this path we've been led down to be in fear. And we're going to do it simply, okay? And so the other thing I want to tell you about, so I told you about peroxide, I told you about iodine. Please turn your Wi-Fi off at night, okay? It really is Wi-Fi because you're frying your brain, you're frying your immune system. The Wi-Fi is opening the channels uh, from your body to your brain. That should be always closed to, not to allow junk into your brain, okay? The Wi-Fi, as I'm gonna be calling it from now on, opens up those channels. So if you can't avoid it during the day, and it's pretty hard, I admit, at least at night you can turn your router off. Do not sleep with your cell phone in the same room. Please. Okay. All right, so that's number two. Number three is something we talked about at the end of last year also, earthing. Remember we, we talked about grounding, earthing. Well, that's something we have to get back in and you know, back in touch with nature.
some people say that the worst invention of in our in our history is uh, is shoes because it, it insulated us from Mother Earth, and we got it. We have to get back in touch with Mother Earth to get all our free electrons so we can stay healthy and be in touch. And the Italians have come up with a new word because earthing is anti-inflammatory. They've come up with the word anti-inflammaging. In other words, it's anti-aging to get in touch with the earth. Okay, if you're lucky like me to be able to live in Florida, we can go walking on the beach and walking in the salt water, which is so refreshing. And those of us that have gone to the shores as kids know how, how much energy we had. Now we'd like to be buried in the sand. We were in touch with Mother Earth and getting all of the electrons from the earth. So, you know, we can walk barefoot or bare feet on the grass. There are such things as grounding mats. We can put our feet on them when we're sitting at our, at our computer, like I'm doing now. So we have, there are things we can do that are very inexpensive, huh? Hydrogen peroxide, providine iodine, turning the Wi-Fi off. Be conscious about, about how you use your cell phone. Don't put it up to your head. Don't, don't expose yourself to the possibility of brain cancer on the side that you, you know, use the phone most often. Use a speaker, part of the phone. And get in touch with the earth. Now, you know, you know that I also am a spiritual person and I do believe in meditation. And there's some key words that we have to talk about. And, you know, one is saying, I love you and that I'm sorry and having an attitude of gratitude. We have to get used to getting back in touch with our physical and, and our spiritual side. My long-term listeners know where I come from in, in that respect. Because I tell, I, I've been telling you, you're, when you think of diet globally, it's not only what you eat, you know, it's what you watch, it's what you listen to, it's what you read. You know what? It's the people you hang around with. Right? You know you hang around some people say, geez, I just don't feel good. Well, and you go around other people and say, wow, I feel good around that couple, that person. They made me feel great. And that's another thing nobody can, that talks about, and we'll get into it this year. Like I said, I can't do it all at once, but we're going to talk about frequencies and our auras and the chakras that are there. And we can tap into that energy. It's been there forever. So be careful what you put into your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. There's things we have to work on. I'll try and remember to remind you every week that we got to work on these things so we can survive, as Gloria Gator said. We will survive. We're going to get through all this. I have to tell you, though, I have to, in my opinion, because I'm a scientist, I have to give you the, the facts. The facts are, you know, it's mainly, mainly the vaccinated that are getting injured. It's not the unvaccinated, mostly in the hospital are the vaccinated. The children in the vaccine in the hospital, they, they may go in for bronchitis, but if someone does a, a COVID test on them, well, that's too close to COVID. So they may go in for a fractured arm. And if they get a COVID test and it's positive, now they're a COVID case. So just have a hard time getting a handle on what's true and what's not true. If we had transparency and honesty, this thing had been over already. We wouldn't even be th th thinking about it. We'd be one with our lives. We'd, we'd be hugging each other. We'd be kissing each other. We'd be in a better frame of mind. But they have got us locked down with fear. And I guess before I leave, that's the other thing. Do not watch so much television, the news channels. They're not there to make you feel better. They're reading a script. The script is prepared for them By who? The pharmaceutical companies who control them. Okay? 
we just have to know it. I have on us. We can't do anything globally, but we can do things locally, right? We can we can influence our neighbors if they want to be. There are some people that you know, no matter what you say, you can't change my mind. You know what you do? You walk away because you won't change their mind. And you'll get aggravated and they'll get mad at you. But slowly but surely, you know. About 20% of the population probably now realize that this has been a scam. But once we get to 50%, it's over. How about some homework? Get that get that book on rapid recovery, please. Have any of you heard of Brother Bugnola? B-U-G-N-O-L-O. He did a, uh, a rumble with Dr. Zelenko, Z-E-L-E-N-K-O. You might want to look at that. Dr. Bugnolo is a uh, Franciscan friar in Rome. He has lots of uh, rumbles in YouTube. He's been right from day one. Zelenko has always been right. But it was interesting to hear a Christian and an Orthodox Jew talk about this uh, virus of Bugnolo and Zelenko. I think that, that video was about an hour. But this scam is starting to fall apart, ladies and gentlemen. Starting to fall apart. And I'll talk a little bit about the testing next week since it's, but that, that, that was the tool they used to get us in this position. And I'll talk about, I've, I've collected 150 studies that show that masks are useless. 150 studies. And I got to go. I'm going to tell you one thing, though. There's been great studies out there uh, to give you, uh, to make you happy, and good reasons to drink red wine. Huh? It has resveratrol in it, and uh, these red wine molecule aborts COVID-19 infection before symptoms or antibodies arise. It's a remarkable discovery, wouldn't you say that? Who else is going to tell you to drink red wine? Although, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old guy. When I first went into practice, we could prescribe in the hospital spiritus fermenti in doses for patients. You believe that? Anyway, this red wine is uh, pretty good for COVID. Again, don't overdo it because if you overdo it, you're going to decrease your B1. You know, we said at the beginning of the show about that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I, I humbly, with a humble, great gratitude to Appreciate you listening. And uh, we'll try and, and bring you up to date again next week. And uh, hopefully I won't be as uh, confused with the amount of uh, information that comes across my desk every day. Thank you so much. God bless. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. He's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. The and let the doctor know. Tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week